0: Welcome to The Unveiling Podcast. We're your hosts, Connie Jones and Andrew Prowant,
1: and we are passionate about ministering to Christ followers and to those who are curious about having a real and authentic relationship with God, but have avoided or moved away from Christianity and religion because they were put off by the messages they've received
0: and preconceived notions that they have about both. And it's our mission to partner with the Holy Spirit in releasing truth that unveils anything that prevents us from experiencing God's presence, power, and purpose at the depth and clarity that He intended us to. We
1: invite you to subscribe to The Unveiling Podcast and tell your friends and loved ones. Check out the other episodes that are now available at iTunes and Spotify.
0: Welcome to The Unveiling Podcast, Episode 12. We're your hosts, Connie Jones and Andrew
1: Prowant. And on our last episode, we introduced our discussion on the book of Ephesians. We are focusing our attention there because it addresses how to grow our identity and mature as believers.
0: Mm, And knowing our identity and maturing into that fullness of who we were created to be enables Mm. us. It is so, it is the the essence, it's the foundation of everything because when we know who we are and whose we are and we mature into the fullness of that, then that enables us and empowers us to live the life of power and purpose that we were intended Mm. to have. Mm -hmm. If we don't know that, we can't do that. We cannot, cannot. So um, we're going to, so let's start to, we're going to start in on on our conversational chapter two today of Ephesians. And um, it's just an incredible Mm -hmm. book. And it's going to, this chapter two focuses on us knowing our true identity and our authority in Christ. And not only knowing our uh, identity individually, but also as one body, as the mm-hmm. unity mm-hmm. of the body of Christ. And yeah. so, yeah, I
1: yeah. would say Ephesians of all the books in the Bible, Ephesians is probably my
0: favorite. Mm, it's it's, it's uh, way up there for me. Too. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's just really, it's the essence of all of it.
1: Yeah. And I would even encourage, you know, I know you would too, anybody that's starting out mm-hmm. trying to read the Bible
0: mm-hmm. to
1: read Ephesians, because it does speak so much to God's love for us and our identity and how we're created in in him. It is the book of Christian living. It's yeah for sure.
0: And identity.
1: So anyway let's dive into the word. Yeah absolutely. So um, in chapter two Paul is sharing with the Ephesians believer believers that in verse one that we're created to live spiritually alive but we've been existing
0: in spiritual death and separation from Mm, our creator. And that is key. And aren't we doing that today? I mean, think about our world today. Think about all of us when we live in that place of existence Mm. and survival versus living spiritually alive. Um, you know, we're existing in this death and this darkness and this destruction and the separation. And so that's exactly where it comes. And I'm going to read out of, um, the mirror study Bible, which is a a, um, version that I love. Um, it's just a translation. And um, in in chapter two, verse one, it says, picture where God found us. We were in a death trap of an inferior lifestyle, Mm -hmm. constantly living below the blueprint measure of our lives. So we had a bankrupt identity, a distorted, disoriented, bankrupt identity. And actually, the translation here says that sin is to live out of context from the bl- with the blueprint of our design to behave out of tune with mm-hmm. God's original harmony. Verse two says, we were all part of a common pattern, swept along under a powerful, invisible influence, a spirit energy that adopted us as sons to its dictates through unbelief. And verse three, throughout that time, every one of us was warped and corrupted in our conduct, snared in the jumble of forbidden lust, driven by the desires of the senses, completely engaged in an expression of a life ruled by mind games. It was as if a twisted passion parented a global breed of people. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's you. even That's, then. Uh, yes. Like it's the same thing today. We still live that mm. same way. And so he talks about in verse two that we were dead from, we were dead in our, in, in, um, inside, and we were separated from mm-hmm. being spiritually alive. We were separated from the blueprint of our design, separated from our identity, separated from our connection with God because we were following the ways of the world. We were influenced by this present age in mm. accordance with the prince of the power of the air that. Spirit energy, that invisible influence that dictates us through its unbelief. Or in other translations, it says the spirit who is now at work in the disobedient, who are the unbelieving, who fight against the purposes of God.
1: Well, and that, as you're talking, I mean, that reminds me, like, we can't change and influence something if we are... Part of it, or like not Ooh. part of it, you know, but you can't we're really participating in we're it. Participating, like, how mm-hmm. can you make that significant influence if it's your normal? That's right. Um, and we're not supposed to be not in the world, just not of the of world. The world. So, right. I mean, there's a big difference in being of the world and in the world. And we were all, we all once lived by the passions of our flesh that were governed by these self-indulging desires. I mean, God's put these desires in us, but we don't, the world is not our primary source to get those desires met. It's
0: not a self-indulgence. Yeah. And our desires aren't inherently evil. We don't need to, we're not saying that our desires are not inherently evil. A lot of people believe that Yes. we don't want to shut down our heart and shut off our desire because that's where our passion and our purpose comes from. However, we just can't We've got to not be led by those desires and influenced by the world. We've got to instead be governed by the 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 um the, the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. us, or we will fall prey to the impulses of the sinful mind. And that's the um you know calls it mind games, and you know um a life ruled by mind games is is what we struggle with. And so, what does it mean to be? spiritually alive. That's what we're going to, you know, when we're, when we're born spiritually alive, what does it mean to be born spiritually alive? And what does it mean to then live spiritually alive? And so born spiritually alive it is just referring to when God breathed the breath of life into Adam and he became a living soul. He created um, us in his likeness, reflecting his nature and for his glory. With spiritual senses attuned to his voice, to mm-hmm. his spirit, to his ways, so that we could walk with him and live aligned and in harmony with who he is and who we are in him. But we fall away from that so yeah. quickly because there is a, a um, spirit energy that adopts us into its dictates through mm-hmm. unbelief.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you dig a little deeper into this idea of to be made alive, it means to really to turn and become or be changed. It's a transformation, mm-hmm. like we've talked about before, and it's a transformation process.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's the reality is that we've already been made alive, but it, the process is us stepping into the truth of that mm-hmm. to be made alive. and. There, to come were, into
0: agreement. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there was a Hebrew idiom that um that means actually to come to one's senses. Mm. So it's you know, oh that's so good. And I didn't
0: mean to interrupt you. What were you gonna say? I
1: was just gonna yeah. say it's yeah. like we we are out of we we we're not in the right mind. That's right. You know, we're not in the right mindset, we're not in the right mind, the mind and we can't afford to have Bill Johnson said this years ago, and I
0: remember this always stuck with me. We can't afford to have a thought that God doesn't that have. He doesn't have. <laughs> That's so true. And you know what? I was watching The Chosen. This I'm all up into The Chosen. Like yeah, yes, so mean, we, So big right now. Yeah. Have, have you been watching? I've yes, you, so okay, been watching so it. I've too. been watching yeah. it. And yeah. Yeah. so I'm like on right. episode 7 or whatever. I, I and I I just try to get them here and there, you know, yeah. whenever I can. And um so I was I was watching episode 7 the other night when Jesus was um performing the miracle on the leper. And the leper come and I and I just had this incredible revelation. That as I was watching Jesus do these miracles, and I've known this logically, Mm -hmm. but to see him do it was just a powerful transformation. It was almost like it was it was like the leper was made alive, his spiritual senses. It was like his mind all of a sudden he transformed his body, healed itself when Jesus told it to because it was like he aligned with Mm -hmm. Jesus's truth. It's like he aligned with the truth Mm -hmm. of the word of God. He knew in that moment he became spiritually alive and the transformation happened within him. Therefore the external circumstances changed and that's how the miracles happen. And that's Mm -hmm. the transformation that Jesus offers all of us. If we will line up and become, Mm -hmm. if our eyes will be opened Mm -hmm. and the heart, the eyes of our heart will be open to the truth. Yeah, that we are, are whole and healed, and mm-hmm. and 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 that you know, and that God is um, is in the midst of of everything that we do and wants so much more for us. Anyway, yeah, I could just yes. go on and on Isn't no, so too. powerful? Yes, it is oh, so powerful. But we do we live spiritually dead, so we live in a reality mm-hmm. that is so far from the blueprint of our design. When God Mm. says, no, it's, it's, it, I made you to be spiritually alive like this. And so we were created to live spiritually alive and tuned in, but so many of us are living in that deadness and that separation. And it's that it's our, our spirit has become darkened until we recognize that God is our father and that we are his children. Then we're living a lie. We're not living in our true identity. We're not living our purpose and we're not living the life that he intended for us. And so then we fall prey looking for something to fill us, then we fall prey to living according to those fleshly desires and impulses of our sinful mind outside of the Holy Spirit when we don't know how to live the other way.
1: Well, and think about this, this is from the beginning, you know, with Adam and Eve, and then mm-hmm. from every generation after, there's a process that happens that we, that we, even from a Hebrew perspective, there's like three levels of separation. Yes. So there's this process that happens. And so the first one is like iniquity, what we we read about iniquity, but a of lot like, I know I didn't know exactly what the difference in iniquity, sin, and trans- transgression it. was until I learned. But the iniquity is when our eye hooks into something that is different than what God says. It's like that carrot that dangles and entices us. And once my eye hooks into something, if I continue to focus on it, it multiplies, it gets mm. bigger. And then as it gets bigger, it that's it ses, begins to separate us from the mindset of God. Mm. And it creates, then we move into that second, we have an opportunity to stop it at that to point. Stop it, right? And I know for me, and also with a lot of clients, I always think about, you know, yeah. the temptation is not the sin
0: that's it we don't realize that we We don't we we think think we go from a to z yes from this moment right into sin yeah and And we don't realize that it's that that level of separation of iniquity when your eye Mm -hmm. looks into something different where you're enticed where you have a choice and it is that threshold of choice of a willingness right there that we can choose Mm -hmm. but we don't catch it and we don't choose yes And we look at all the evidence that we see, right?
1: And we tell ourselves, then our self-talk starts and our inner critic starts. And we, it looks like, and we think that that thing's going to fill the desire of our heart. Mm. So then we get to level two, Mm -hmm. the sin, right? Right. And that's what separates me that this is kind of cool. You know, Hebrew words always have a word picture. Yeah, And so the word picture for sin, which is kind of the second level of separation, is that what separates me from God and twists, twists its way into my life, it begins to take authority over me and becomes the covenant I must fulfill. And it leads me to death, darkness, and decrease mm-hmm. rather than light, life, and increase. Yeah. We start to feel like we're powerless over what that thought is and it starts to
0: take root and grow those branches. Yeah. And then we get in the battle and then we start to agree more with the lie than, and, and more, more with the, what we can see in front of us, what feels real uh, and, and, um, mm-hmm. uh, rather than what God says is true. And rather than what he has laid out for us. And that's when it gets sad. And then we get into the next level, the third level, which is the transgression. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when we start to choose the things that are different from what God says and we start acting on them. And that's when the darkening happens and it becomes our reality. But it is that Mm -hmm. process from iniquity into sin, into transgression, when we, and all along the way, we have that threshold where we can choose to stop it. If we understand our power and our authority mm-hmm. and our true identity in Christ. Yeah. Mm.
1: And talking about that, just to spring this yeah. up for me. You know, um, you know, it says we all fall short, right? That's we're right. all, we're well, all. Well, you short. do. I don't. <laughs> I'm, kidding.
0: I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know.
1: No. I know. I do. I know. No, I definitely. That's why do. I come to you, oh, when I God. do.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, when I come to you, and vice versa. Ugh. <laughs> oh my God! Like help get me out of this. Yeah, right. yes, here. I need help. Um, no, I'm totally. Kidding.
1: But it's um, it, uh, you know, it's it's like I think we say, you know, we talk about being a sinner, saved by grace. Mm-hmm. We're sinners. Well, you know, we weren't originally created
0: mm-hmm. that
1: way. No,
0: and no. so
1: we we think of it right. so harshly in that sense, but it really—that's not God's heart. You know, mm-hmm. that's not the heart of God is to say, oh, you're a sinner and you need to, because sin, that kind no. of attitude toward it brings like the sense of punishment.
0: It, it, like that's, we, you know, like, oh, well, you deserve to be punished. And that's where we get that thought about him. Yeah. He is a punisher, that yeah. he's a judge, that he's a, you know, that he's cruel and mean and, and harsh. And yeah. It's not true. So we have
1: got to really start to understand and that's why I love going back to the original language and the mm-hmm. original Hebrew and kind of studying out these things, because they we've been led astray by them. That's we've it. been led to believe one thing,
0: and it doesn't always apply to that. That's right. it's, <laughs> so, it is. We're being deceived. Yeah. It's the original deception. It's the same thing that, and you know, really, evil is boring because he just does the same thing. If we, yeah. Once we're yeah. on to what he's doing, it's the mm-hmm. same deception that he uses over and over and over. It it's yeah. But it's, it just works with us and we never grab mm-hmm. onto it and realize that, you know, we fight ourselves and we fight other people and we fight our circumstances rather than fighting, you know, rather than warring him and knowing that we can, that we are victorious over him. And yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, yeah. please don't, don't, you know, yeah. but, but it is, it's, we've got to awaken to the, to the, his deception and so, verse two does it talks about him being the prince of the power of the air, that spirit of darkness, that mm-hmm. spirit who is now at work within us, is with within the disobedient, the unbelieving, who is um, who fights against the purpose of uh, purposes of God. And you know, he is the prince of the power of the air, right? Yeah. So then, that
1: means you know, prince prince is a ruler. That's yeah. that's something that governs us. Yeah. And then when we're ruled by evil, we totally lose our authority that God has given us. That's right. And this is this uh, that's the deceit. That's the scheme of the enemy to rob us of our identity and our purpose to keep us in that place where we are in bondage or we are, you know, captivated by the darkness. The
0: darkness. Yes. Um, And you know, it's, it really hasn't ever been about power. It's about authority. Yes. And power is egocentric where the focus is me, but authority focuses on the one who grants me the power. So we don't have to have a power struggle with the enemy because we have been granted authority. Mm -hmm. We already are more powerful than he is. We just have to own that because of our authority in Christ. But we have to know that, which we've got to keep in mind, that's not earned that's granted, that get that performance mindset out of there, you know, we don't have to do anything for that, it already is ours because of who we are, and the more we submit, the more is given, so we need to learn how to exercise our authority maturely and effectively, and we'll talk about that a whole lot more, um, you know, in the future, about exercising our authority and our power over evil, yeah, we've got to
1: learn to do that, and that, the, just the word authority sometimes brings like a negative connotation, and I know that we've talked about that before, but that's like a That's something we could talk for many podcasts about because we've all had a wrong, like a, you know, um, just this illusion of what authority like really is and, and just abusive authority or authority that punishes. And that's not the heart of God. That's not actual um, healthy authority. There is a healthy and powerful authority that from God and that he has given to us.
0: That's right. So, well, that's where we don't understand that whole perfect, complete love mm-hmm. of him. We don't really understand his love associated with authority. It's it's coming mm-hmm. from a, a broken place where yeah. we experience pain in it.
1: So, so one so. of the other things that we kind of want to point out too, in verse two, it says the spirits of darkness um, are the spirits who are now working the, in the disobedient. And Connie mentioned this a few minutes ago yeah. that yeah, the word disobedient means it's a willful unbelief. It's it's just refusal to be convinced Ooh, that's by God's voice. It's willful, um, it's willful mm. disobedience, and it's not you know. There's things, we don't know what we don't know.
0: That's right. You know
1: that doesn't mean you're disobedient, but mm-hmm. you know sometimes we want we want to know we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need to be careful about what context we put this in. Um, but when we talk about willful disobedience is it's not about the action. It doesn't really start there. It's a, that's a process as well. Mm. So the sons of disobedience are those who refuse to be persuaded by God's offer of faith. Mm. And there's a reference to this in Isaiah 57, 4 that talks about the sons of transgression,
0: mm. yeah. which we
1: just mentioned before that word. So the sons of transgression can also be substituted for the sons of disobedience. And they break away from God's just authority and become detached.
0: Because the unwillingness, they they refuse to be persuaded by mm-hmm. his offer of faith. They pre- refuse to believe and be convinced of God's voice, of yes. his truth. And it is that. And it, just think about that. I mean, yeah. that's so evident. And I mean, that's a struggle for all of us. But you but, know
1: what? The thing is, God will keep after people I mean he he, he's so stop. faithful he's right. just so faithful to continue to show up and especially for those of us who have loved ones who aren't, you know who are turning from God or not so true. in line with God that this doesn't mean that he's not quitting we, on them no, he's not quitting on them and we mm-hmm. should not give up. No. they are not they don't know yet who they are. that's right.
0: <laughs> and that's where, you know um when we don't know who we are, We either acknowledge ourselves as the sons of God or we acknowledge ourselves as the sons of disobedience. Mm -hmm. So we don't when we don't understand who we are, that takes us to the place where God feels like that taskmaster. He feels like he's harsh, which is that performance mindset. And Mm -hmm. so then we start to believe we start to go into shame and, you know, and we we think he's going to give up on us and that we haven't done it all right. And that he's, you know, this this harsh punisher that's and it's just not true. Yeah, you know, yeah. actually, it's the opposite. We mm. are under the influence of a harsh punisher, but it's not God.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. We're in bondage to the enemy. Yeah, that's that's the reality. We're under the influence of a slave driver who is the enemy. And then God, but God is the one who wants to who has offered us freedom from this tyranny. Mm. It's like yeah. he's offered us through salvation, through relationship. That's salvation it. is just the saying, you know, I do. Yeah, I I do. And I want to be connected to you, God, you know, through Jesus Christ. And that's a whole nother thing. You know, Jesus came here to be a model. Mm -hmm. He is God who stepped out of heaven into earth so that we could actually experience. He he was the first DNA of God on the earth.
0: Yes, that's
1: it. And and he is our he is the way to
0: experience Mm -hmm. that relationship. Yeah. And so going back to verse three, it says, you know, among the people who don't believe among the unbelievers, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, indulging the desires of human nature. So we were all in this warped and corrupted in our conduct. We were a jumble Mm -hmm. snared in a jumble of forbidden lust driven by the desires of the senses, completely engaged in an expression of life ruled by mind games. And it was as if a twisted passion parented a global breed of people. So it's it just, you know, he God gave us a body and our flesh is not inherently evil. Like we said before, mm-hmm. it just refers to the fact that our spirit isn't leading. And when God's spirit isn't leading, the Holy Spirit in us is not leading. Then we do get engaged in an expression of a life ruled by mind games and a twisted passion. And it's not godly. And so,
1: yes, and that, that's kind of where in the Hebrew, the. Hebrew thought teaches that we're created with a fleshly desire and with these impulses that yeah. are likened to like a selfish selfish passion, but that motivates us to want to marry other people, to have sexual desires, to buy a house, to have success. Yes. So those are, th- this is the Yetzar Hara versus the Yetzar Tov, they call it. But these are God given, both yeah. of them. And anything that is intended for good can be twisted right, and and turn toxic if we don't acknowledge God in them, so yeah. it's not that these are inherently evil, like our flesh is evil, but it's, if we're not acknowledging God in it, and we are God, we are, we've become our own God, Yes, um, and that's when it, it becomes, you know, this fleshly thing yes um, outside of God so it says love the Lord love the Lord your God with all your impulses all your all Mm. your all your mind all your heart all your soul all both everything both your selfish and And selfless impulses love God Mm. Um, yes and we can talk about this more on another podcast but we need to give him the glory and be led by his spirit in those things um, you know, when we aren't connected to him in those things, it just
0: becomes toxic. toxic. Yep. Yeah. And then we get deceived yeah. and we get dark and then yeah. our spirit gets darkened and then we live spiritually dead. Yeah. And uh, and so let's talk about, let's go move down to um, verse four. And so here's the deal. But even though we were living this way, it says, even though this is where God found us in this death mm-hmm. trap of inferior lifestyle, living below the blueprint measure of our lives, None of this, none of the way that we were living could distract us from the extravagant love of God. And he continued to love us with the yeah. exact same intensity. Nothing mm-hmm. changed. He continued to pursue our hearts and God is rich in mercy. And because of his extravagant love for us, his whole imperfect extravagant love for us, and is mercy and love speak of God's character and his nature that is who he is and when we dig deeper into the original text we find something that we won't find in the greek, in the greek translation and that is what his great love means and that is a love that is beyond time it is mm-hmm. a timeless mm-hmm. eternal yeah. love a love that is unconditional but not necessarily return love by humanity not yeah. nobody, it doesn't even yeah. his love doesn't even depend on us returning it to him yes. it is so eternal and timeless that it is beyond anything that we can reco- yes. that we can um under, understand yeah. and it, he never stops loving us and you know it's like that
1: completed love when we return it to him and it's complete then it's complete that's right. And that is such an amazing thought to just, gosh, mm. just meditate on that yeah. for a while, no you kidding. know, no um, kidding. but let's talk about his grace Yeah. yeah. Um, that we are saved through uh, we, yeah. grace, you know, saved through faith by, by grace. And it's not of our own faith, right? Yes. But his faith. So we're all given this measure of God's faith and we have the ability to grow it, mm-hmm. to steward it. and it's like a gift, and we have to
0: open that gift, and it is by grace that we are saved, it is, talk about His grace and His mercy, that is who He is, that's His character, and He did everything He does, the way He loves Mm -hmm. us is out of such grace and merciful love, and His gift to us comes out of his, the salvation that we have in him mm-hmm. doesn't come through self-effort. its It means grace means done. We don't have to do anything. It's undeserved favor. It's supernatural provision. Mm-hmm. Performance mindset is do. We have to yeah. do something. His grace is already done. And so he already loves us and we've already been given everything that we need, mm-hmm. not out of self-effort
1: and the the word salvation is saved healed delivered it's a, it is also continually ongoing we're mm. continually being saved we're continually being transformed healed continually being delivered mm. until we and as all we yeah we step into the reality we have to open it's like imagine yourself receiving a gift that's mm. uh, that's wrapped and yeah. you what do we have to do if we want to know what's inside and yeah. we want to use it and have it part apply it it's got to be unwrapped unwrapped
0: yeah and so let's leave them yes. with let's leave you we're going to leave you with that today let's um you know because it's time for us to to end today yeah. but like what what is in you what is that gift the spiritual gift that he has given you that you haven't received yet and you haven't unwrapped Because it's the receiving and the unwrapping of that gift that is the first step to living spiritually alive. So we want to leave you Mm -hmm. with that. We want you to think about that. And what is keeping you from receiving and unwrapping that gift that he's already given you and he's just waiting on you as his child, Mm -hmm. his beloved child, to unwrap that gift and to begin to step into living spiritually alive? Mm. Amen. And that's
1: beautiful. I mean, it's just a beautiful thought to think about, to ponder on. We encourage everybody to meditate on that, yes, and also, just think if there's is there something, anything that's that your eye is hooking into that is not the
0: truth about what God has for you mm, absolutely. Or it is not the truth about the reality that you're living in or the yeah. truth of the real of the mm-hmm. identity that you believe about yourself, yeah. you know? Where are the lies hooking mm. you that is causing you to live in deadness and disconnection? Well, we could go on and on. Oh, oh my gosh. We only got through verse yes. four. Yeah. But- <laughs> <It's, laughs> this is rich stuff. It this is, is So
1: it is. good. So I don't it, know. We might have yeah. to continue. I, I know. Seriously. Three. I know. But-,
0: but you guys, but we thank you for joining us today. We hope that you, that this has impacted your heart. And we just, um, we hope that the, the, that you have a, a, a revelation of the love of God and that, that there is that gift awaiting you that is waiting you done for you encounter, to encounter,
1: encounter his presence, his, his presence purpose and his
0: power, and his power in your life. Yes. And so, all right, that's all we have all for today, right. but we will see you on the next, next episode. And we'll continue yes. this discussion mm-hmm. about stepping into the maturing of the fullness of who you yes. were created to be. All right. Bye. Thank you guys. Thanks. Bye. We're so glad you tuned into this episode of the Unveiling Podcast.
1: and We look forward to continuing our journey together as we unveil the mysteries of God's
0: presence, power, and purpose so we can live free and full. And please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. And if you glean wisdom today, share it with a friend or loved one. Also, write us a review on iTunes, and we'll see you on the next episode.